Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We hope to inspire and help you grow in your journey with Christ. God has done so much in our lives, and so we just can't wait to share it with you. This podcast is intended to encourage, educate, and help you succeed in your journey with Christ and life in general, as life can be difficult during these times. We will also be having conversations about our struggles with anxiety, depression, shame, and other uncertainties in life. But no matter what you are going through, remember that anything is possible with God. If you enjoy our podcast, please share with a friend and follow us on Instagram for updates. God bless you. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Living Life with a Seed of Faith. Today's episode is a little bit different because I am going to be um, kind of interviewing Alyssa, but she's going to be sharing her story and her testimony with us and what her journey has looked like since she was a little girl. So uh, please tune in. She has a lot to say, and um, I think we can learn a lot from her today. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. Are you excited? No. Are you excited to share your story? No. No. I'm really nervous. Don't be I'm nervous. So anxious right now. Don't oh, be anxious. Man. Don't be anxious. Just be you and just share your story. You know, we're all excited to hear more about Alyssa. I'm freaking out. Don't <laughs> freak out. <laughs> we don't have to freak out. It's okay. It's okay. okay. So let's take a deep breath. All right. Okay. So. Alyssa, my dear friend and co-host, um, tell us more about you and more about your story. I don't know. I don't know what else I mean. You're in school? You're yeah. in school, um, and you're currently pursuing uh, criminal justice, right? Yeah. yeah. I have a puppy. You do? What's her name? Morgan. Morgan. I love her so much. <laughs> She's adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa does usually, or on occasion, brings her mm-hmm. uh, over here during our recordings but she didn't bring her today and that's okay but um she's a very very cute puppy we'll be posting pictures of her eventually so you guys will see her people are like that dog is like like she's a dog she's grown and i'm like no she's not she's still a puppy she's she a puppy not a year old yet. yeah she's a puppy gosh dang it she is a big dog she's a german shepherd and she's adorable mm-hmm. very very adorable dog she's very she doesn't really know her size yet. She really? doesn't know that she's this tall. Yeah. <laughs> or this because um, we recently had a toddler over. Mm-hmm. And so she would be licking their face. And I'm like, Morgan, you cannot be licking their face. <gasps> and she's like, what do you mean? And then so and then she also doesn't know her tail. Mm-hmm. So she'll be hitting the baby. And I'm like, Morgan, you got to stop. She's like, why? I don't get it. Yeah. But she's she's a sweetheart. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. She's a good dog. She's a good girl. Um, but thank you. Thank you for, you know, giving us a little bit of insight. a little insight. Um I also know that you're a very busy person. Yeah. You have a lot on your plate. Mm-hmm. Um aside from school, you also have, you know, you go to church mm-hmm. and you um you also help around at home mm-hmm. with your siblings. And um thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I it's going to make a huge impact on their lives one day. I don't think I want to thank you. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but it's okay because one day they'll thank you. They'll look back and they'll say, man, you know, my sister helped me through me through all that. So you are making a difference already. So tell us about your journey 
um, your Christian journey, what that's like or what it's been like. Tell us from the beginning. From the beginning, we I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And so my parents met there and they had four four girls. I'm the second oldest, so I'm the second born. I'm a middle child. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents grew up in the faith, so they were they're Catholics. And so they brought me and my sisters up in church as well. Mm-hmm. And so we found a church of our own in the suburbs. And we started going to church. I started going to church at a very young age. I had church school first. And then I had church. Like Sundays were church. That was it. Mm-hmm. What do we do on Sundays? Church. Well, what do we like? Are we going to skip church? No. <laughs> No, it, we're never going to skip church. Like, mm-hmm. Even if there's like a party that day, they're like, we're just going to show up late. Mm-hmm. Saying, no. True devotion. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Every time. And then we would get out like around three or four. So literally late. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do we do all day? We went to church. And uh, I guess it didn't really help that my mom was really into the church. Mm-hmm. She was a church teacher. She helped out with the choir. She helped out with, um, dang, what's that? What are those people called? Not the ushers, the ones that go in the front. Deacons? And, no, they helped out. The little kids, the ones oh. with the white coats. I don't know what that person was, but that was me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> my mom was like, I'm signing you up for putting you as this. And oh, like, gosh. No. Me with my shy self. Like, you want me to go up there yeah. on Sundays? That must have been a lot of pressure for a young Alyssa. So much pressure. I think I did it wrong, too. So much pressure. You don't so, remember what yeah, it was. I, <laughs> I did not want to remember this. Yeah. And, like, it was, it was, that was what we did for thir- 14 years. That was 14 wow. years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, in these 14 years, I want to ask you, um, you know a lot of a lot of stories that we hear of of people who grow up in a church and are you know taught by their parents to to do certain things or serve in a certain way um their heart's not really in it um how did you feel at the time like were you how did you feel like were you just following in their steps knowing that it was the right thing to do um yeah yeah we uh we did do that i did feel that towards the endish like the first 10 years, I was like, yes, love Jesus. Oh. We're going to do coloring books. We're going to learn this stuff. <laughs> like we're going to learn about Jesus and what he did and for these people and why he did these things. Mm-hmm. But towards the end, as I got older, I was questioning. Mm. Is this really real? Like, is, what is this? Right. And why am I doing this? And that really followed me, like, all the way to Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It followed me everywhere since then. So I want to say year 13, year 14, because I was in middle school. And then we moved. And then it really just like popped out. And I was just like, man, what is this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's very common. Yeah. As soon as you get older, you start. You start really like um questioning you know like or or wondering like is this really for me Mm -hmm. you know um because you grow up in it and so 
um yes you know about jesus but like you just haven't had that like aha moment. aha moment yeah i love that um and a lot of people grow up in a church and don't ever experience that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so when was when did you experience it probably my senior or junior year of high school so i did not have it for the longest time i was faking it the entire time you were still going to church and i was still going to church and it also felt wrong because i was going to church Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't feel this Mm -hmm. magic connection with god anymore Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. oh gosh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that must have been really hard and confusing Especially because we, because my parents saw, like, how they saw God in me still, or, like, they saw it progressing throughout the years, and Mm -hmm. they were like, okay, she has, she has the most amount of God in her than my, of all my children. Mm. And so it really sucked because we would, when we moved here, we wanted to find our new church. We wanted to find our new home. Mm -hmm. And, um. And every time after church, they'll be like, oh, like, how'd you guys like this one? Like, like, dissect it. What did you like? What did you dislike? And we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. And then my sisters will get their input. I want to really put my input. But then my parents will single me out. They're like, Alyssa, what did you think? And I was like, oh, like, they had nice music. Or I didn't like it as much or stuff like that. And they would take my word over my sister's. Because they thought that you were the one that had the most faith. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know how my, they, the way that they described it was, like, we see God in you, and you're the one that's going to find us this new church, kind of. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's a lot of it's pressure. It's a lot of pressure for a little kid. Oh, wow. They're like a like 14, 15-year-old, and I'm just like, man, oh, wow. this sucks. <laughs> and I'm just like, ugh. Like, if only they knew what was really going on in your heart, you know? Right. If only they knew that as I was trying to find them this new home, I was slowly walking away. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It hurt. It hurts. Because I wanted to be that person. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that person that found that our new home and how we still, where they still saw me as this person that still loved God. Right. And it just... And then we found, or we got a post-it note or like a flyer, a oh. card thingy. Mm-hmm. From, Invitation. Mm-hmm, from a church. And it was for Easter. And they were like, oh, we have the biggest Easter egg hunt in Texas. And we're like, okay. So we went there. Mm-hmm. And my sisters liked it. I liked it a little bit. I was like, I can get into this. And so that became our new home, our new church. Mm-hmm. And so we started going there regularly. And I was like, oh, this feels nice. This feels like this can be it. This can be it right now. And I slowly got more into church. And then as we were getting into it, I was getting more into the student side of the student ministry or the church. Okay. And they were offering ministry or like they were offering, not ministries, they were offering mission trips. Ooh. And I was like, oh, I want to go on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. I want to I see how this goes. And so they were like, all right, which one do you want to go to? And I was like, 
as far away as I can. As far away as I can go. And um, I'm like, I want to go and I want to go now. Which one do you have? And they're like, oh, we have Haiti. We have Haiti and this other one. And I was like, I'll do Haiti. Mm -hmm. And so as we were, as they were sending me stuff, sending me info, like, hey, you need to get these shots done. You need to get updated on this. You need to bring this type of clothing. I was like, all right, we can do this. I can do this. And then there was this riot in Haiti. Mm. It was when mission trips were mission trips were being play, taken place over there. Okay. And they like it was just it was just really bad at the time because they also like different churches and different students were stuck in their hotel room like they couldn't leave. Oh. Yeah. So they were like. We, we're not going to go there anymore, all right? We're going to go to Honduras. Mm. And I'm like, okay, Honduras sounds good. And so um, I was like, all right, I can do that. I can do this. And I remember sitting down, or like as soon as we touched down, they were like, all right, you are not here to change people. You are not here to preach to them, all right? You're not going to waltz into their lives and magically make them new and i'm like well that's kind of harsh isn't that what we're supposed to do mm -hmm. like aren't we supposed to be helping these people and he's like yes but just know that it's not magically going to change overnight wow these people have been going through it and you just walking in isn't going to automatically help and i was like okay and wow and thank you for that yeah for sharing that that's it like it opened my freaking eyeballs i was like all right <laughs> you're right and he's like and the mission trip teacher preacher he was like don't have any expectations of this mission trip wow and i was like you're right i shouldn't, I shouldn't. i'm just i'm just here like another i'm doing another footprint on my path to jesus this mm -hmm. is just another footprint. We don't know what it's going to lead. As long as it's leading toward Jesus, we're good. Yeah. And so the entire time I had no, like, I had no expectations. So many little kids have touched my heart because I went to a, a foster home. Mm -hmm. And, like, so many little kids touched my heart. I helped out. I made a, a brick wall. I was helping there. Mm -hmm. And it was just really nice. And we do group every night. And one of the kids stood up and he was like, I had higher expectations for this. And I don't think um, God's touching my heart. And I'm like, were you not listening? <laughs> Sir said not have to high, high, have high expectations. Yeah. But I guess that kid did and he wanted to change people. Mm -hmm. And just that he looked so devastated that mm -hmm. he that it wasn't going his way right kind of like hurt me but i'm also like sir it's not supposed to be like this mm -hmm. yeah but that mission trip also really i thought it was just another step turns out it was a leap oh wow yeah and it really like fast-tracked me mm -hmm. and so i was like this is this is going great this is going good i'm going i'm going in the right direction now this is amazing and so then um after that, it was it was really good. I liked it. And they do many, many mission trips. 
like mm-hmm. um, or just like mini getaway weekends with the church mm-hmm. like you can go with these like your set like minded people and just stay focused on god that weekend or these three days and stuff like that and it was great because i would start going to those as well mm-hmm. and it was just really keeping me on track right but this was something that you chose to do on your own yeah you tried to pursue the you went on the mission trip on your own because you wanted to 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 reignite that that flame in you you know yeah. mm-hmm. and you also continued to to take the mini mission trips because you just wanted to keep pursuing and feeling the presence of god so i do i that's that's awesome i think you really did really well and i just want to comment on on what you said about you know the higher expectations um I feel like we're, or I'm in a season right now, if I can, mm-hmm. if I can um, give my input, because yes. <laughs> it's, it's so relatable to what I'm going through. Um, I, um, I'll be sharing my story another time, but I've always been um, in a very small church. And so just recently I've been exposed to, you know, all kinds of people now because I'm in a much bigger church and I'm actually becoming more open and more I'm able to talk to people more right Mm -hmm. because in the church that I was there was only like 10 people and what we learned is what we learned and we kept it there Mm -hmm. right so um for me um my struggle right now is that I am trying to see results in people and uh, I want to preach to them and I want to you know share the love of Jesus with them but like you said, it's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes just helping someone mm-hmm. with building a brick wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then or it, it helps, you know, just say in a prayer with someone that's going through a difficult or anxious. They're going through anxious thoughts or or, or they just don't know where their future is headed, you know, or sometimes it's just a matter of sitting down with someone, hearing them out. And, and and just being that that person that listens to them, you know. So sometimes I feel like for me, for me, it, it's 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 this is new. This is so new to me because I have never been on a mission trip. This is the first church I ever go to that's like very large and full of broken people, right? Um, the church where I went before, it was just like no, like you need to be fixed and you need to be fixed now. It was it's hard for me now, right? That transition that I'm moving from just like keeping everything to myself, everything I learn, everything about my faith has been to me kept to myself and you know, my close friends, I used to share, you know, the word with them, but they were already on that Christian walk. Well, I'm encountering people who are not. So for me it's very difficult. I'm struggling to not expect that high expectation like you said so thank you so much for sharing that because that gives me like a whole different like it opened your eyeballs. it opened my eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> so thank you Alyssa. please continue all right and so that was my big week and so it started pushing me on the right track and so then they were offering a baptism like you can do your baptism and um, I don't know if you know this, but um, Catholics, you only get baptized once. Okay. So um, when I I wanted to get baptized, my parents were like, 
no, you can't. I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean I can't? Mm -hmm. I can do it. I'm able. They're like, no, honey, you're Catholic. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I'm sitting here loving Jesus. What does this have to do with anything? Yeah. And they're like, well, you're Catholic. That means you only get baptized once. You do your Eucharist once. Mm -hmm. You do your confirmation once. And I was like, oh, okay. I like, I guess that makes sense. But it still hurt my feelings that they mm -hmm. said no. Yeah. I, like, I really want to. Like this is this is my opportunity, my my point. And because they said no, or they they redirected me, I took a step back. Mm. And I was just like, okay, mm you're right. Let me just let me just let me shimmy on back here. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and so because of that, I was like, oh, okay. I guess I guess I gotta I shimmied on back. I started backsliding a little bit, got a little worse. Mm -hmm. And then we found another church, a Catholic church this time. And they were offering confirmation because I already took my baptism and my Eucharist. And they were they were offering my a confirmation class and I was like, I wanna do that. I want to do that now because I can do this. And they're like, oh, great. You just need to sign up. And so I feel like that's what I'm doing now, by the way. I'm doing my confirmation now. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm just going, I'm I'm stepping again. Like I'm walking in the right direction now. Yeah. Because I feel like before, like when they told me no, I took a step back and I just stopped. Mm. And then I feel like I was on an escalator going down. Oh, no. You know? Yeah. I didn't notice that I was stepping back or going backwards until I was finally at the bottom. They were like, this is your stop. Get off. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. No, that's not good. Mm -hmm. You know, you had this. You hoped that mm -hmm. you would be able to do something to um, really demonstrate mm -hmm. your faith. And then it was taken away from you. So um, I can understand why that happened. Why you just decided to take a step back. Yeah. I was like, oh. Like, the way I saw it, initially was like, oh, I'm a, like, from beginning to end, I'm a candle. It was really bright, and then it slowly started to dim. And then it got bright again. And then I slowly started to dim. And now I feel like I'm burning brighter and better than ever now. Yeah, that's slowly, amazing. Slowly and the... And the best part is, Alyssa, is that you're doing it all on your own. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's no one telling you. Like all those other times, it wasn't your fault, right? Like it was, mm -hmm. you were being told to be there. Mm -hmm. But Especially now you're choosing to. Like yeah. Other years, yeah. Forced to be there. You don't want to be there. Yeah. Well, I'm super proud of you, you know, for, for everything that you're doing um, and your step towards that leap of faith you know, mm -hmm. that you were struggling to, to really take. Mm -hmm. um, and I do want to ask you a question. Okay. What would you say to someone who was or is in a similar position that they're growing up in a church and their heart just isn't there? What is your advice to them? You can't force it. Don't force it. Because if you force it, it's you're going to fall out of love with him. Mm. Okay. You have to love him on your own terms. You have to go to him when you want to 
but you shouldn't you shouldn't give up either you were you took the initiative right Mm -hmm. and you served and you found ways to like really um get into the church again Mm -hmm. right you could have gone a different direction you could have just stopped going to church completely Mm -hmm. you could have um you know just fallen in different different pathways different pathway different habits uh or lifestyle Mm -hmm. but you were like no this is this isn't what i want Mm -hmm. you know so you really pushed yourself so i think the best thing you could do when you don't feel that when you don't feel that that flame inside of your heart just like burning for jesus i think the best thing you could do is serve at the church Mm -hmm. you know always give you know back to the church um and then just like you said just keep keep at it keep Mm -hmm. going and then i feel like eventually you will feel it again you will Mm -hmm. feel that just that that spark again that spark yeah Mm -hmm. like um there were there was a time where i lived without him and it was it was terrible Mm -hmm. i did not like it yeah but now that i'm living with him it's not it's not as it's still hard because but it's easier it's 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 a it's it's different it's a way to i can't explain it but it's no longer on my shoulders anymore Mm -hmm. it's on his yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like you've experienced both sides and you prefer Mm -hmm. to just stay there with him Mm -hmm. you know um yeah you struggle Mm -hmm. still and you have Mm -hmm. You know some trials and some some questions i guess throughout your journey but yeah it's but it's always going to be better with him by your side yes thank you thank you for for answering my question yeah. so tell us what is god teaching you in this season in this season i feel like um patience really okay Be, uh, because I really, I feel like it ties in with uh, my career because I want to be a criminal justice major. I want to, I already want to be there. Right. You know? But you have to enjoy the journey while you're going. Mm. And that's why I have to be patient. That's the difficult part. That is so difficult for me. For any journey. For any journey. Like, don't take me fishing. My dad, he wants to take me fishing all the time. And I just... I just cast off and I'm like, all right, reel it in. And people will tell you, like, don't do that. You can't do that. You got to slowly reel it in. Let it sit there. I hate being patient. I don't <laughs> want to be. If I can have it now, let me have it now. Yeah, but sometimes you're not ready. You're not and prepared. Not you feel like you're ready, but you yes. aren't. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm kind of like, all right, Leslie, you got to chill. Yeah. You gotta be patient. Yeah. You have to enjoy the journey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one thing that refreshes your soul? Uh, one thing that refreshes my soul. Mm-hmm. I would say praise music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single time I put it on. Do you have a favorite song? Your go-to song? Uh, anything by... Oh, I just had his name. I think I think it's Taryn Torin Torin Wells. Yes. Torin Wells. <laughs> yes. I'm like I don't know how to say his first name. Yeah. I say it wrong, but anything by him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything is the name of the song, not. No. Any anything, any song. Any song. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. That's my pretty favorite, cool. My favorite. I think it's top two. I'm sorry. One second. 
Let me pull up my Spotify liked music. Okay. <laughs> uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, just to while you're looking for your the name mm-hmm. of the song, can you tell me what your just to conclude? What is your favorite Bible verse? Favorite Bible verse. Oh, that's a good one. Um, it's Philippians four thirteen. Philippians, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's go ahead and read it. Read it. All right. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Amen. Mm-hmm. I found it. I found one you found the song. song. Okay, what's the name? Uh, Famous Four. Famous Four mm-hmm. by Doran Wells. Yep. There you go. My next one is God's Not Done With You Yet. God's Not Done With You Yet. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I know that one. Okay, mm-hmm. I just have to read it like in the like singing the form. Sing. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. So I know which one you're talking about. Um, what is your um, last question? What is your biggest struggle you're facing right now in your faith? My biggest struggle in my faith is probably staying consistent. Mm. Consistent with what prayer? With everything. With everything. Yeah, because. It's one thing to go to church every day, mm-hmm. and it's different than actually living it. Mm. Because you've experienced that before, yes. so you know what it's like. I know what it's like not living with him, and I know what it's like living with him. Because mm. I don't know if you remember, because I was always going to those mini mission trips and always doing these things with him. Yeah, and I could say that my life was better at that moment. Mm. Even though I was going through a really tough time, mm-hmm. I had him and I didn't it didn't really matter. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just like your favorite verse says you can get through anything with him, mm-hmm. you know? And at the moment you probably didn't realize you were going through a hard time because you were with him. Yeah. And that's so valuable to keep in mind, you know. And you're not the only one who struggles with consistency. Trust me. I've known personally myself (laughs) to go through that and then others as well. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, You know, we hope to somehow help you relate to Alyssa's story, you know, to her struggles and even her denial and her questioning. Um, Because at the end of the day, we are human and we do live you know, in a world full of questions and unanswered questions, right? Um, But I think you are on the right track because you were pursuing Jesus with all your heart and you're doing it all on your own. And I think that's what matters. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And we will um, be wrapping this up, you guys. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Hey, guys. I just wanted to share one last thing with you. Uh, don't give up your love for Christ. Don't turn your back on him. Keep facing him no matter the distance. Keep walking towards him. You don't have to run. Just go at your own pace and he will be there waiting for you. Deuteronomy 31.8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. 
And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. And don't and follow us on Instagram, Living Life with the Seed of Faith. And feel free to DM us anytime.